Welcome to Convos and Cocktails with your host, Lesokho Tlabi. Today we are sipping gin and tonics, and my guest says she was always meant to be on television. Even before she was born, her father told her mom when she was pregnant that she was pregnant with a TV star. Our guest today is Wendy Gumete, also known as the Black Wendy. Woo! She's a multi-talented YouTuber, actress, and screenwriter. She really needs no introduction, and she's also a good friend of mine. And in this episode, we're talking all things body, personal, and fat phobia in the industry. It is not going to be a surprise when you take off your top like, wait, where did oh, that come what? from? what? You don't have a six-pack? Where did that come and from? And you know, actually, I used to be in situations like that where um, you undress and you can tell that Umutu is looking at you like, oh. And I'm like, what? Did you think I was Jessica Alba under this? <laughs> is this a fat suit? Like, like hold what? on, let me unzip the clothes. And then, my clothes and then the like, <laughs> surprise. Like, what the hell? Remember to join me on all socials on Mondays where we get to continue the convos while we sip our cocktails on Instagram. Simply follow me at Lesoho Tabby. Okay, here we are. Episode two. Yay! Oh my God. Today in studio, I have a, she was a very tough guest to find, although we know each other personally. This is, is just personal. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh, welcome <laughs> to Convos and Cocktails. Finally. Her name is Wendy Kumete. I, like, there's a long list of things you do. Content creator, actress, script writer, voiceover artist, uh, creative director now. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you don't do? Um, lie, cheat, and steal. Yeah. And probably mm-hmm. sing? Can yeah. you sing? You sound like you can sing. I thought I could. You know, I thought I could sing for the <laughs> longest time. And I realized um, when I got to university that I actually couldn't. Oh, who told but you? But like literally before university, those are many years. Those are 18 years. Yeah. I was really convinced that you I could You would have been one of those people on Idol. Like you can, you out. have such a soft, gentle voice that Thank just sounds you. so feminine. I know that sounds so weird. <laughs> but like you sound like you can sing. Thank I you. sound like I can't sing and I can sing. Can you sing? I can sing. And dance? And act? I was one of those theatre kids threads. though. You know, like when your mom on Saturdays is like, you're going to dancing, singing, acting. Uh-huh. Like I was doing that on Saturdays. I wasn't. Nice. Anyway, that's not why we're here. Although <laughs> that could be a whole conversation and people should follow you if they want to know more about you. Exactly. Um, as if they don't already. <laughs> so today we are going to talk a lot of things. Fat phobia. Mm-hmm. I wanted to focus it on the industry, but also personal lives. I think this the stigma this thing touches a lot of uh, parts of our lives mm-hmm. um, and I know that we also had a conversation about it last year mm-hmm. and I realized that we don't actually have the same experience because I thought oh we'll, we'll kind of connect in a lot of places and then I heard your story and I was like oh actually it's quite different and mm. I enjoyed that about it mm. so I wanted to start just in general with your childhood and how your how you saw yourself or yeah. how people around you made you feel did you have and knowledge that you were well first of all were you chubby growing up so i i've never been thin mm-hmm. like i've never been a small girl mm-hmm. but there was definitely a point in my life where i was like i am a big girl mm-hmm. and there's moments in between where that wasn't really a factor so i i remember the time it hit me yeah. that i was considered 
to be big or like bigger than uh, most girls. And that was after I came back home after my first year of university, first year spread. That's when I started looking at myself differently. And that's when I started having uh, quote unquote problems with my image. Mm -hmm. But before that, not really. Um, I mean, I would do what the girls would try to do at high school. Like, you know, um, there was a point where I think for the last two years of high school, I spent them in boarding school. Mm -hmm. So I was really into activities that people were doing after school um so when the little girls were jogging i would jog as well but like it was never a oh my little little girls were jogging i was like let me try this and you know i'd go one round and be like i'm gonna go home because i don't need this Mm -hmm. uh fast forward to a few years later i was just hit with the reality that um some people don't see me the way that i do and i think that's the first time i was like oh wow like i've i know i've gained weight am i Am I fat? Mm-hmm. Is this what fat is? Hectic. That is insane. Because for me, growing up, I I was always chubby. Mm. Um, I think maybe as like an actual child, so like zero to six years old or zero to maybe 10, let's say, mm. I was like a thinnish child or normal child, whatever you want to say. And then I think in grade five-ish, that's when it started, like I was like a chubby child. Mm. So for me, I've actually known it since then because it was like, and God bless the rents. But, you know, my mm. mom was quite like, Concerned with how my, you know, my self-esteem was and mm. what people would say. And like, you know, sometimes like my aunt's helper would be like, Woo! you know, every time you go home. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Don't even. <laughs> so for me, it was like, she just saw that as, oh my gosh, I'm done. I'm like, I need to, mm. I, need to help. I need to help her. I need to intervene. And obviously, you know, at the time it doesn't feel very much like, like intervention. <laughs> you know, if someone tells you, you need to go on a diet or like, let me help you do this, do that. It feels very aggressive and it feels mm. like an attack. But yeah, I've known it. I've grown up with it so mm. for me it was not a surprise when you get to varsity or when you get to certain stages and people want to insult you the first thing they say mm. is that I was like oh I know I've been knowing since grade 5 it's mm. okay um, but for you was it something that someone had said in passing or was it an argument like when you said you saw other people how they see mm. you what was the thing that made that realize similar to you actually it was going home mm-hmm. it was my my family actually was the first kind of hostile reaction kind of environment that I was exposed to. So I went back home after university and, you know, I had just gone to UCT, first in my generation to do that. I had all these accomplishments and I really felt like it was a great moment for myself, you know, only for me to return home and actually realize that none of those accolades mean anything. Mm. I walked in and people were just like, it's almost like they didn't recognize who I was. And it was, the whole thing was quite hyperbolic and incredibly like hurtful. Mm. And yeah, so, you know, oh my gosh, you're so fat. Like lift your t-shirt up, literally. Um, There are some people from my congregation who were like, there's no way she's not pregnant and started planting those seeds in my mom's head. And I literally just... Like that's the moment that I started to hate myself and I hated myself for the first half of my 20s because of that one moment Mm. and I I started seeing myself as something that I should fix Yeah, like as a problem that I should fix like I just I have this problem and I need to fix it and every December the problem would be worse Mm. because I would have gained more weight because what's also happening on the other side is that I'm actually growing as a human being um, like physically like from a teenager to an adult exactly I'm becoming a woman quote unquote so that was happening but I was just literally trying to solve this problem that everyone saw Mm -hmm. and I think for the longest time and even now in my present 
life it's so hard for me to look at myself in the mirror and not see something that should go away mm. and that's where it started no i hear you completely um so yo i wanted to just ask actually about family because mm. Like I said, for me, a lot of the comments came from the outside in terms of the negative ones. Mm. But in terms of like, okay, let's fix this. Let's go on diet. Let's, and now looking back, I actually feel like I was not as big as what I, what I was told. Please talk that talk. <laughs> it's looking back and going, I was what? Like, what? Guys. There's no if, way. If that was then, then what the fuck what is now? What am I now? now? <laughs> like, mm. And I just remember looking through a lot of my photos and just being like, I wish I had more appreciation for for what it was at the time because I understand that people are trying to help me and whatever, whatever, and maybe nip it in the bud. But I wasn't that big and mm-hmm. that wasn't that much of a problem. But let's talk diet culture because mm. I know that when you have a negative opinion of yourself and you're trying to work on things, you go on diet. And for me personally, my first diet, I think I was like 13 and I went on like, you know, those professional diets. I'm not mm. going to name them because they ain't paid. But, um, <laughs> you know, one of those like diet programs. Yes, yes. And no one else in the school was obviously going through this. Yeah. And so for me, it was just like that was the first time I also realized that my body is something that is a problem mm. that needs to be fixed. Um, but did you ever have even eating disorder vibes or was there something, you know, with diet culture that because I think it's really problematic, even mm. the way they promote diet mm. culture. Is that something that came into your life? Is that something you... 100%. Yeah. That's something that is in my life. Mm. I'm still tempted to go on a 21-day keto burn fat now. Yeah. Like, it's the now. Like, I'm just like, you talking about now? Like, I want to burn fat when right Kardashian now. When Kim Kardashian said she lost, se- or like, I think, seven kilograms in, like, three weeks, I was mm-hmm. like, girl, put it online. I don't know. I put don't it care online. what it is. I don't care what it is. Put Give it, it to me and I will do it. I got somewhere to be in three you know? weeks, too. <laughs> so I've done them all as well. Yeah. Um, there was actually a time where... Myself and a best friend of mine of, at, at the time were doing the something something cleanse. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was, but basically just for um, ten days, I think it was. All you could consume is this concoction. Is that it like you, cayenne pepper? One? Yes, cayenne oh pepper, God. lemon, lemon and yeah. whatever. And oh, I one hundred percent fainted, like oh, day no. five, because my body was like. What are you doing? <laughs> You're starving yourself. <laughs> like, what is actually happening? And nothing's happening? going to change that fucking much. But that didn't change. Like, mm. I am still privy to clicking on the things mm. that say, lose weight now, or this diet worked for me. Especially yeah. when it's real human beings. And by real, I mean, like, these celebrities have money and mm. resources, and they have trainers who come to their houses, like, and three surgeons. times a day. And surgeons, honey. So, I... When a, a person that you consider like relatable mm. also just tells you, girl, like I lost 30 kgs doing this diet, you still kind of fall yeah. into that cycle. So I think I'm still there. Like I'm still looking for the thing that'll work. And yeah. now I'm in, uh, at a point in my life where I'm not even looking for something that's going to work fast. I'm just looking for a healthier lifestyle. Mm. But I feel like some of the reasoning behind it is still traumatic it's still from trauma because it's fine to decide that this is how i'm going to eat for the rest of my life Mm. if it comes from a healthy place and that's actually just what you want to eat for the rest of your life it's different when it's a to fix myself Mm. to be beautiful to look a certain way to feel better about myself i am going to eat a certain way and I think for me, um, yo, I totally relate. I think it's still both. Yeah. Because I'm very much on a different eating plan and mm. I've been on a health kick and I'm seeing results and it's great. But also the way that people are interacting with my photos now and like my, you know, putting stuff online mm. makes me kind of feel like, oh, damn, y'all didn't think I was pretty like three months mm. ago. It's only now. Mm. Or you look so good now. I'm like, 
no, I looked good then. Mm. I just look different. Mm. And I don't love that thing of the minute you start losing weight, mm-hmm. oh, now you look good. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does then feed into, should, should I be doing this at a faster rate? Should mm-hmm. I be dropping more? Should I be doing something unhealthier to mm. just kickstart it even faster? So, I, yeah, I don't like the way diet culture is, is kind of not about, because when I work out, I feel good mm. mentally. It mm. helps me so Same. much. It's been Same. dark. It's mm. been dark this year. Mm. And it just helps me feel better. But I, I do think that the superficial reasons are very much, and maybe not even superficial, because it's not about looking good. It's about those, the kind of response from the public. It's about the culture. People. Yeah. It's about the culture. It's about fat phobia now yeah. being included, being able to find sizes on websites that I was excluded from before, yeah. or being able to walk around without judgment of like, oh, there she go eating that thing or whatever. Mm. Um, fuck, yeah, it's a lot. Mm. Um, but I wanted to speak to you about dating because I know that's something. You have spoken about it was really chop and change and yeah. problematic until now. <laughs> dicey as fuck. Um, Not my dating life being dicey as fuck. I mean, look for both Listen, of us. I want to say, I'm just saying dark. what you say. It was dark. It was days. dark. Okay. <laughs> it was dark. Days. Um, let's talk about dating. Yeah. What, like, because I think, I don't know, actually, I want to get to that in a second. But in terms of dating, is that mm. something that you felt like you struggled with? Is that something that was easy for you? Mm. Did you have boyfriends growing up? You know? I didn't. I didn't. And I think, I mean, in many ways, I cancelled myself out of so much mm. because of how I felt I looked. And 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 because then I decided what I deserved, yeah. you know, because I really felt that way about myself. Um, I felt like no one was looking at me. So why am I looking mm. like no one's looking my way? And it's hectic when you have experiences that speak to that. So you go to nightclubs with your friends and all of them are dancing on some guy and literally no one is there for you, Mm. you know? Um, So there were so many different scenarios which were incredibly painful to experience Mm. that made me believe that I would never be in a relationship. Like I'd never have someone love me, you know? Mm. I could do whatever here and there, Mm. but like... I would never have someone actually love me the way that I am. And actually, it fed into my diet culture and me trying to, like, me chasing this physique. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, when I get get there, there, yeah. And I I, I used to even be like, yeah, when I lose weight, none of these niggas who know me now, (laughs) when when these niggas who know me now try to holler, I'm not going to have the time. You you sleep on me now, don't wake up when I'm popping. Don't wake up when I'm popping. You know, I had that very strongly. And I think I moved that way because Mm. that's what I was thinking about myself. And I mean, people speak about this all the time. Like I attracted that because Mm. I was definitely vibrating on that self-loathing frequency. And I think by the time I met Moochie and... Uh, we Shout started getting because <laughs> you 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 spoke to the chemistry that him and I had mm-hmm. right and you and other people were close to me. I mean, people said it online like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, you guys should date." Da, da, da. I w- kind of thought to myself like, "This guy's probably like, y'all need to calm down because I'm, I'm, do I'm not finna date this girl. <laughs> <laughs> not finna date this girl. I don't feel like that, you know." So a part of me was even thinking like, "Oh damn, like he must be so embarrassed." Mm. Um, so imagine that. Mm. Imagine how you place yourself in your mind for yourself to think that way about your own self, you yeah. know? So dating was really hard for me. And I, I did not have, I mean, I, in high, high schools, whatever. And I think high school, there were other factors, not just my body, mm. but there were other factors just about myself. I think I grew up um, very 
like I was just really focused on my studies like honestly truly yeah. like in a way that's just like okay we need to leave this girl alone like yeah. she's reading a book you know what I mean um, so I think there were other factors but my body w- definitely was but I think in my 20s in from my university career onwards I think that's when I started also actively playing a part mm. in keeping guys away and keeping th- romance away do you not think somehow even the being studious or being mm. super talented at something was also you being like escape you know kind of like this is the reason why I'm not getting guys yes. not because of the body it's because I'm yes. serious like, because you're trying to be loving yeah. to your own self so you're trying to give yourself like some kind moments mm. it's a no you are beautiful like, have you seen you're yourself? amazing you're just super busy it's just that like your schedule is super tight yeah. you know what I mean so definitely no I definitely think that that's one of the reasons why but I do think that also just in the world that we live in we're not the first pick mm. like it's we can't I don't want to pretend like I was conquering the world and the world wasn't seeing me yeah. I also just I was playing to What the world was telling me mm. As well You know Which was that Like they were not into you Guys would come to me To speak to my friend Oh my god Like hey man Oh did you come with that girl Cause uh, mm. Like that was the thing That was the But so, then there's also That weird thing of like The taboo thing Yeah Cause I actually have A lot of friends Like some are overweight Whatever And they'd always be like These niggas love us mm. in, in private mm. It's when it comes to Having the girlfriend, it needs to be the certain look, and I hate in that. front of the gents and stuff. But like, it's not I a lack of we're having no dates or no, mm. you know, we're not having sex or whatever it is. But it's like, whenever it comes to presenting us or being in public with us, that's when it's like, and that was something that it was just crazy to me that people mm. move like that, and mm. then that's what sometimes people have to accept because. Mm. Well, at least I'm getting something. At, at least, least I'm getting intimacy, which is something intimacy. everyone wants, mm. right? Um, so yeah, I. I do think that that's one of the the reasons why. But by the time I I met Muchi and we started dating, he changed my perspective or enhanced Mm -hmm. my perspective about a lot of things. And that included, I think he met me at a time where last year I also just, I went through a very, very incredibly dark time. Um, I was incredibly depressed. And so I I went to the gym as well. Signed up for gym. I had a Mm -hmm. personal trainer. Took it out on the treadmill, the boxing bag, the, yeah. boxing bag, the this thing, the weights. Like I, and that was my therapy, mm-hmm. you know. And but in doing that, you become closer to yourself. Mm-hmm. I remember meeting uh, my psychiatrist, and she said to me, "The reason why exercising is important is because it allows your body to communicate with your mind, oh, wow. so that you're not detached, so that you don't have a mind and a body, mm-hmm. so that you are cohesive as a human being. So when you're working out, you're having so many conversations with your own self. You can do it mm-hmm. one more time, girl. Don't give up. You don't give up right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those moments of wholesomeness between your mind and your body." create a sense of self-love loving yourself because you are in harmony with yourself right so in in doing those things and exposing myself to people and situations and experiences mm. that spoke to that i was able to attract love because i was becoming love yeah. myself you know Woo! which is something that i, I wish I had a sound effect wow <laughs> that was deep <laughs> which is something that i i had never had before mm. i never really understood what love is because as i was coming into my mind it was stripped away from me immediately yeah. I wasn't even thinking about my body the first time someone called me fat mm. and then that was it then I was just fat that's all you are exactly that's, all you, that's how you move years, around the world yeah. you know and so it's been years of undoing and unlearning and trying and like you said like even now in the present day mm. even now while you're like active and and um, starting to adopt healthier habits like even as you're doing that mm. you you're having to still um, have that inner dialogue of 
I'm not doing this for the culture. Yeah. I'm not doing this for the people. I'm not doing this for the, oh, you look so better now. Like, I'm doing this to have that cohesive um, harmony mm. within my own self. And for my mental health. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like your year last year, it was... It was chaotic, um, but more so this year. But it was mm. just like I need to do something because I don't want to like reach out to medication and like mm. those things are very scary for me. So I was mm. like, okay, let's try like help like natural forms. Let's see if and see if those works. Work. And this works. Yeah. Meditation and it really has done a world of good. I mean, obviously the the body has changed as well as a result of the consistency, mm. but it has changed my mind set mm. and like lifted the clouds so much. Um, but I wanted to stick with dating for a little bit because I saw mm. a tweet last year, uh, or maybe it was earlier this year, where there was a, um, a man and a woman getting engaged and the man happened to be plus size and the woman is like, uh, you know, thin and light skin and whatever. And everybody's comments, apart from the few who you can see, congratulations and in, in earnesty, were just like, oh, he must be rich. There is no oh. way someone this... I don't know if you remember, it was like viral. And people just kept going on and on about how, yeah, no, he must have money. There's no there's other no way, she, way yeah. she finds him attractive and as I've he is. And I've seen that with the other side as well. Like if there's a bigger woman, it's like, oh, she must be like looking after him or like paying. Of or, course. Um, have you ever had comments because in relationships where someone is like maybe plus size and someone's not, there's mm. sometimes those kind of comments mm. and those dialogues. Have you ever had those even internally mm. um, throughout your life in terms of dating? 100%, especially internally. Mm. And I think they were more kind of blatant when I started being on TV and actually having intimate relationships on TV mm. because there's privacy and date like you post pictures with the person that you're dating or marrying or whatever and you get those comments but there's a there's a deeper closeness that only the two of you have in mm. private when I'm on TV in this body acting and I'm in love with this man who looks a certain way if you guys have followed any of the shows that I've been on I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about like dating the most beautiful man on the show mm -hmm. as a big girl who has dated other beautiful women who did not carry the body that I carry mm -hmm. that's when the vileness for me was the most blatant and the most harsh mm -hmm. because People are like, there's no way a man like that man could ever. Like, this makes no yeah. sense. Like, how do you like, leave this, this person for this? Yeah, they were just like, this makes no sense. We're not buying this at all. And then it was worse when the story became his ex-lover comes back into the picture, who's a very beautiful South African mm -hmm. actress and also just like a very beautiful character on the show, beloved by the country, even worse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, this is the person that you should be with. Whenever they would be in scenes together, they were like, this is new picturesque it makes mm. sense it's aesthetically pleasing um this just doesn't make sense as a, as a dynamic so i think with with the relationships that i've had in the past they weren't too public mm -hmm. um this is my first actual public relationship carrying the body that i carry um the most vileness or the the most mean things that i've ever heard being mm -hmm. said about myself was when i was playing that character and it was just like you're so undeserving because honestly we yes. don't first of all what there's no way <laughs> like um and she was a Ooh, maid like, they, and yeah, she, yeah, like there was a scene that we did where he speaks to carrying me or something mm -hmm. and someone was like oh you know I'd love to see that because there's no way something about carrying a room divider people oh, called I was called a room no, divider no I would have left I would have left I, and I, I know what just happened screenshots was. to my friends I literally you know the app yeah. you know the app so I've had to navigate that and the thing is with these with the things that people say about mm. us fat women or like big women what they don't realize is that 
you're not saying anything that we're not saying to our own mm-hmm. selves. If anything, your voices echo when we are alone. Like mm-hmm. I still hear you when I'm alone. And that's the thing. I've Sometimes it's not just what we say to ourselves. Yeah. I don't have a low view of myself yeah. but sometimes it's hard to block out the voices the voices outside, because they're the so loud yeah. and the voices come in in so many different ways like mm-hmm. it's it's either the hate that you're spewing online or it's me coming to a set after sending you my sizes and things still don't fit what are you saying to me right now Child, I sent you my sizes sets. I sent you my measurements mm-hmm. You made this thing and it doesn't fit. Mm. What are you saying to me? You know, so arriving for like photo shoots and you're with um, other people who look, you know, aesthetically pleasing Mm. to the photographer and you sense to sit at the back or you like all these things that are being communicated to you on the billboard. They only have your face on there, Mm. not your body, but they have everyone else's body. Like it's it's all of that. Our bodies are only pleasing or they serve a purpose. Mm. If they make people laugh. laugh, you need to make me laugh. Oh, you are getting into all my. Th- I've actually got so many goosebumps. You need to make You're- me laugh. I cannot see you fall in yeah. love. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you in a sex scene. Shit. No, I don't want to see your body. Why are you in lingerie, please, man? You better make me laugh, yeah. which is what I appreciated about the the show that I'm currently on right now, because mm-hmm. it it literally goes against that. And we had a whole conversation with the story editor, and she was like, "I want that's exactly why mm. that's that's the commentary that I'm trying to make." But at the same time, it's like, "Well, can't wait until I'm not commentary." Exactly. <laughs> you know? I don't want to make I'm a statement. Coffee. I don't want to be like, political. Exactly. I don't want my body to be like a statement. I mm-hmm. actually just want to fall in love because. The other characters get to are do also that. falling in love, and, and I have it. Yeah, you know, wearing lingerie because it's sexy, and that's what sexy time is about. Exactly. Not because I'm a mandlering about body positivity, oh, and I'm taking shots be. at the bar as your best yeah. friend, and I'm making a joke about whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to speak about sex life because mm-hmm. I do want to go into TV and entertainment, and that's a super important yes. part of it. And we're going there. Yes, but I want to, you know, kind of stay within topic by topic because otherwise we're going to be TV dating back to TV dating. Yes, I hear you. So just in terms of um sex and being a bigger woman um have you ever had moments where you didn't feel confident in the you know lights off type of thing or like oh my god let me try and lie this way so that the stomach looks like this or you know have have you ever had those situations in the bedroom where you can't even relax to to come to Listen enjoy home, please why are you in my life <laughs> You're because literally I, I, in my I narrative. You, you. <laughs> oh, in my past narrative, thank God. Yeah. But um, so um, you know what? Actually, let me start by saying this. I think it took me a very long time to have sex mm-hmm. because of that. It took me a very long time to be intimate with mm-hmm. anyone because of the fears around being naked. Yeah, I used to have nightmares about being naked and being seen by people. People seeing me naked, like it used to be like a huge, like repetitive nightmare mm-hmm. of mine because I was super scared of that. Right, and it it really does play out in the bedroom. I probably had sex and didn't orgasm for like a huge chunk mm. of of uh, my sexual life and it's because you're not in the moment yeah. you know I didn't have the freedom of being comfortable of being in the moment of feeling what I'm feeling mm. and 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 really just existing in it fully I was always like oh my god Overthinking. you want me to do what over here you want me to okay but, but if I do that so my stomach is gonna literally, come out <laughs> so I literally negotiate how about Instead of that, I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was. It just took me out of the moment, and it made sex mechanical for me, mm. and it made sex daunting. I mm. found it daunting for the longest time. Um, and now I'm in a different, completely different situation mm. that I never 
ever thought I'd be in where my body is celebrated mm. in the bedroom where but I'm also where you celebrating yourself myself exactly yeah. I'm celebrating my, myself I'm I'm not hiding mm. what time is it 12 noon let's open go. the curtains do, do, do. film this shit it's not bright enough this <laughs> is actually not bright film enough film this shit right? I'm about to show exactly. you exactly <laughs> you know what I'm telling you oh. um, so <laughs> so now I'm there where it's just like I look forward to sex. Mm. I'm enjoying sex. Um, I'm enjoying myself having sex. And it's just, it's honestly, I, I never thought that this was possible for yeah. me, ever. Let alone like love, like mm. someone would actually fall in love with me. And, and like also, you said, not that whole thing of like loving you despite your fatness. Because uh, 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 some people uh, uh. will be like, no, but guys, maybe he's really nice or she's really sweet. Uh-huh. And like, or maybe she's really sexy she's just and she's fly as a human and she's being beautiful. Enough. And he sees that in her, despite yeah. her fat, because yeah. that's what you don't see. Yeah. But I, I hate that narrative of like, if she's if she's fat, she's got to be really kind and, mm-hmm. and sweet, and that's mm-hmm. why he loves and her. Funny and, and funny and whatever. And you can't she must love be her so interesting. And look at her and just salivate over her and want to fuck the shit out of her because because and of even her. how she looks. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I love that. I love that in my relationship. It's not a case of like. Oh, but baby, you're more than your body. Mm-hmm. There's the inside. Nah, fuck nigga, there's the also the fucking outside. There's the outside. And outside bangs. <laughs> and I need you to recognize that the outside bangs. Yo, what the hell? That is hilarious. Like, look at these edges. Look at my Oh butt. my look God, at this look at this outfit. ass. Look at this fucking Look at the titties ass. tittying. Please. Are you joking? Please. Look and at I'm my in fucking <laughs> stomach as well, nigga. Actually, look at like it. My my boyfriend robs my stomach yeah. even when we, it's it's we literally have such an incredible relationship, yeah. and it translates in the bedroom. It translates in the way that we talk about ourselves mm-hmm. to each other. It translates into everything because, and I mean, I have moments where I slip up, and I'm like, no, I don't want you to see me. Mm. And I'm in the, a relationship where it's just like. Bruh, <laughs> I used to have Get that tummy here. thing a lot. Like, if we're cuddling, hold my boobs, cup my boobs. Yes. If you cup my tummy, I'm going to cup your balls and then pull hard, <laughs> and then twist and pull hard. Like fucking let go. And I'd always like fall asleep just, and then mm. wake up in the morning. Obviously, your stomach is out mm. because you can't hold your breath whilst you're sleeping. Mm. Um, and just realize that this person just wanted to love each and every inch of the body, and like yeah. that. This person knows what you look like with yeah. clothes on. It's and not going to be a surprise. What you look like. They love what you look like. They're turned on by what mm-hmm. you look like. It is not going to be a surprise when you take off your top. Like, wait, where did oh, that come what? from? What? You don't have a six pack? Where did that come and from? And you know, actually, I used to be in situations like that where um, you undress mm. and you can tell that Umutu is looking at you like, oh. And I'm like, what? Did you think I was Jessica Elba under thin? these? <laughs> is this a fat suit? Like, like hold what? on, let me unzip the clothes. Let me take my clothes off and then, the like, <laughs> surprise. Like, what the hell? So I was, I mean, also just people can be such dicks is yeah. another thing. But yeah, I really struggled with my sex life for a very long time. And I'm now not at a place where I'm struggling yeah. at all, at all. I actually had the same as you. But for me, it was more like I didn't wait a long time. I did super casual super risque super oh. stupid things just to try and find that moment of like oh he likes me or like affection even mm. though I knew very well that these people were not there because they wanted to date me or because they wanted to wife me or love me mm. it was a fuck and it was mm. a pussy and it was the fact that maybe because I was quite available to people because mm. I wanted that so bad um, that it was easy mm. so Mine was the opposite in terms of like, okay, let me let me be a slut because then that will make me more fun and sexy, mm. and then people won't see me as like the handbag holder. And I know a lot of people who are my friends who also have either gone one or the other. It's like super late intimacy or like mm. just 
inappropriate just taking what you can get type yeah. of thing um, and also I had a boyfriend who people who was conventionally attractive to people so yeah. every single time they'd be like how did you get him can you imagine <laughs> I was like uh, oh. I, and I used to actually explain it away with like my it, like I'd be like I'm super funny and I'm really interesting and I'm Friend. smart and I was like actually no oh my god like I'm sexy yes. as fuck How, do you have eyes I'm beautiful mm. and then on top of the other things he might only have that one thing mm. you don't know that mm. um, and it was very often that I was told by other people that I'm not good enough for this relationship even though my partner tried to affirm me it was like um, as a skinny bitch I can take your man because you're holding on by a thread you know kind of thing uh, which was fucking wild I mean me. as any bitch if you can take my man take him if take he's takeable oh my god if it's takeable like, I can take him you know that sack of potatoes thing if, yeah. he, if he's takeable if it's takeable it actually doesn't matter you may want to listen until the end because the drink and the story gets juicier right after the middle like, nothing matters then he if he's takeable never here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I don't know if you've ever done dating app dating because I have yeah. had experiences where you know, there are certain photos that might not accurately depict the, or you do put it out there and people still assume somehow that like, no, it must be different. And I've, I've heard a friend of mine who went on a date and he was like, oh, I thought you were smaller. It's literally one of the first things he said. <sighs> Have you had any experiences on dating apps? I don't know if that's even something you've done. Um, but negative or positive because sometimes they also fetishize you yeah then they're also like oh I'm looking for a big mom and I'm like oh my god oh my lord not BBW please not a big mama. not a porn category <laughs> <laughs> no we're wrong <laughs> not a big mom. yeah <laughs> but yeah have you ever had that yes I had I actually had one experience that to this day I'm, I'm still very perplexed mm-hmm. and like confused and I don't know if this is it yeah. Right, if this is the reason why, but I matched with this guy on Tinder, met with him, and he immediately friend zoned me. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're you're so you're like dope. you're amazing. <laughs> you're just as amazing as I thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I want you in my life forever. And then I was in his life, and there were moments where you know there were babe moments, mm. babe this, babe that, a kiss on the cheek, like you know. But we're we're friends yeah. though, and. Honestly, I'm convinced that that was it. Mm. I'm convinced that he saw these images and sh- and he was like, "Oh my gosh, this girl is so beautiful," uh, because I am, yeah, and that is me. Like honestly, truly, I didn't invent beauty from an angle. If the angle showed <laughs> beauty, it's because the beauty is there. I am beautiful, I love that. and so he he saw all of that. We met in person, and I think he saw my body, and he was like, "I'll pass." But actually, but you're funny. because she's phenomenal, yeah. I'm still going to keep her around and I'm going to tell her about all these other girls I'm fucking. But you also so don't even she... know if he, people are passing necessarily because it's their preference. See, that's the thing. Or because they know that, hey, societally, I want to have this type of girl on my arm. Exactly. This is what I want to be seen mm. with, right? And also, the other side of the coin is, which is a hard pill to swallow, mm. is because that's how I felt about myself as well, that could 
possibly have not been the reason mm. why he friend zoned me and decided that we're boys now. You know what I mean? It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's. So for me, it's a. That's the only reason mm. because I'm still the same person that you. You know what I mean? You engaged with me in every other way except that way. Yeah. And we matched on Tinder. So how were you looking for a friend <laughs> on Tinder? Uh, <laughs> on Tinder, you looking for a best friend? Please let's go out for friends. Like no. Um, I think also one of the other things about dating is that people think you must accept anyone who also max on you Oof. and that your standards cannot be you high. You are in my business. <laughs> this is why I brought you here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we should have a che- like a sip of the cocktail before we continue. Yes. Cheers. Um, about- I've been stealing sips on the bed. <laughs> and I keep forgetting to mention the cocktails even though this is convos Ooh. and cocktails. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think one of the things that always shocks me the most is when people assume I must just accept or people must just accept whatever max on them mm. and how dare you say no yeah. are you sure I you don't like you him? a chance exactly like I'm doing you a favor and also if you have accepted this thing you must just put up with all the bullshit because mm. you're not really that fucking lovable I'm yeah. giving you an opportunity I must be so nice as a person you must be grateful yeah I'm very <laughs> nice this, I'm very kind yeah, as like, a person hey, I'm, I'm very, very inclusive very <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is very my inclusive. charity work for the year <laughs> Um, six the foundation you asked me 67 minutes I will give you, give you six, six to days. seven months <laughs> oh, so oh my gosh that. I hate I that definitely, I've, I've had that energy yeah I've literally said to people like oh this is what I'm interested in tall dark handsome and they're like mm, shouldn't you be into you know whatever and I'm like Oh, well, I'm not. And if those people that I'm describing are not into me and I meet someone and he's like, nah, that's cool too. Everybody's allowed to have a certain... Yeah. But how is it that I'm not allowed to have yeah. a preference because I'm overweight or mm. because I'm a big girl? Like, I must just take anybody mm. who comes, grab them with both hands. Uh, so let's move on now. I think we've we've covered every square <laughs> inch of dating. <laughs> I want to talk about the industry because we are both happen to be Ooh. in the same. Or is this similar. another episode? This is the third episode. <laughs> this is going to be the this length is, of another episode. Uh, probably, probably <laughs> fucking me. And actually, people will sit and listen for a fucking hour because it's will. good as content. They will. Um, so I want to speak about the industry that we're in. Uh, specifically like you spoke about your characters and being cast as somebody who's a temptress and you know finally in these roles Mm. have you ever found yourself stuck with these fucking scripts that describe you as sassy describe you as this and you're always the best friend is your experience similar to mine or am I an anomaly it's 100% similar I just think it's it's um, people have become really smart Mm. in packaging these roles Mm. so it's not as uh, blatant as yeah. as I'm looking for a fat girl to be the fat best friend. Yeah. You know, it's packaged in all these other ways, mm-hmm. but it's always that. Yeah, it really is always that. Like even with this character that I was talking to, the fact that it was a case of we wanted to bring someone big in mm-hmm. to show that you know big women can be da 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 da. I was like, great initiative. Uh, Amazing! I'm behind <laughs> it 100%. But I cannot wait until that's not a clause. Yeah. I cannot wait until I'm not fighting for something or standing. Like, it's uh, no one else is holding up a banner yeah. for anything, for, you know, the rights of anyone. They're just here to act and they're just here to be these people. I personally feel like to date in my career, although it's really small for now, like I just started acting, if the casting isn't packaged that way, the story inevitably will be. Yeah. 
And her whole storyline will be about yes. her big At some point, the storyline will be about, herself. yes. Yeah. So I've auditioned for so many things where they're like, oh, Wendy would be perfect for this. Mm. We're looking for a big girl, <laughs> uh, big, big personality, yeah, low, big low hair. Big, yeah. But then obviously there's going to be this point in her life where she realizes she fucking hates herself. <laughs> yeah. And then I want, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, it always comes out. Yeah. And I'm so lucky that I'm in a position now. I'm being managed by someone who... He says to me, I want to give you the power to say no. Yeah. And I want us to have a career that allows us. Yeah. Am I your manager? Is your manager? manager, manager, manager. manager. (laughs) (laughs) And he is incredible at that. He, he, he has helped me create a career where I can look at something, regardless of what it is, Mm. read the brief, find out more about the character. It's always that character, Mm. just by the way. I don't think anyone has tried to cast me for something. Different, yeah, for something fresh, something for someone who doesn't happen to have these self esteem issues, riddling her entire life, crying in a corner whilst eating a box of donuts, not yes. getting dates, or the alternative now, which is like hyper sexed. Yes, always these, like, right? the Rebel Wilson characters, whatever, Who's where they just like, in yeah, town because no one loves, loves her, her, loves her. Oh, no, yeah, that's really irritating. And me and you seem to also get cast in or, the same things. You know, People think the we're same the same role. person. Yeah, it's like it's like it's either Wendy or Lissa because mm. those are the only people who fit this brief, mm. and that's the only role we can go for. Mm. I can't audition for any of the other seven roles in this TV show. It's just the fact it's girl, just this girl, and you're going up against the other fat girls in the industry. And I'm just like, and it's a phenomenal breakthrough character <laughs> yeah. for you. You're gonna, she she's really things. gonna <laughs> propel your career to heights that you've never seen. I. So yeah, I, and I you can think, identify with her. I'm like, no, I don't sit and cry yeah. all day about things, <laughs> Actually, like, especially about my body. Like, yeah, I cry about a whole lot of other things, mm-hmm. but I'm not super sad every day that I wake I up. I actually don't. Body. I don't hate myself at all. I don't so, hate no, myself. No, I don't fucking identify. So I'm with not going to hit the brief. I'm sorry because I really just don't hate myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's 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 so terrible, and it's it's so. It blows my mind how cunning mm. it is. I feel like it's just playing into. What the world is already saying yeah. It's either it's playing into what the world is already saying Or it's like fighting back <laughs> It's not much. allowing you to just be yeah. We aren't allowed to just be mm. In a relationship and be an actress yeah. And be a model and be You must be a plus size model You must be in this very unique relationship That everyone wants to hear about Because it's so interesting <laughs> that you're so in love you have sex? Oh my god what? How does that work? What? You know, it's like, it's mind-blowing. Everything yeah. is mind-blowing. You can't just be a human being in yeah. the world like everyone else. And you can't be cast in the role that says sexy. That is like the the protagonist, the lead actress who is... The lead Just the lead. Actress. She's just dealing with work shit, you know, maybe dating, whatever, but not in on account of her size. Yeah. She doesn't move through the world as a fat woman. She's just moving through the world. And if you I are a lead, you're a fat lead. Exactly. Still, it's exactly. like because the story is about you being fat yeah. and what it, it's and like. Sad. It's a, yeah. Oh my Until God. this guy comes along, <laughs> changes your and whole he life sees through it. He, see, <laughs> he, he, he sees, sees you through it. <laughs> and the last scene is the both of y'all jogging together yeah. for the first and you time because that's the point you have of the to movie. Lose weight yes. first in the movie, yeah, in order to get your happy ending. Oh my ending. gosh, can you imagine if you didn't lose weight Girl, in the movie and you stayed fat? So and wait, you still the, love wait, wait, wait. The story's just about her being a person in the world. <laughs> like, there's she's no way. Not trying to be different. I have to see that. We have to write it because clearly, one hundred percent. Oh my god. Um, and then, then you know, the other thing I've always found it's very interesting to me when hot girl lists. Or fashion girl lists come out and who's the most fashionable who's the hottest it never includes a big girl right Mm-mm. now for me 
in Hollywood, Liz was one of the most stylish mm-hmm, girls. Mm-hmm. She's also one of the healthiest girls. She is a vegan. She exercises every day. Mm-hmm. You can't do those performances and not be mm-hmm. that fit. But she's never on the list matter. of hottest or it's always revolutionary and body positive and different lists. Mm. But do you think there is something that's like, we don't, we see representation, people be like, oh, there's Lizzo. Okay, thanks. Um, the fact that you can say, oh, there's Lizzo means there's <laughs> no representation. Exactly. There's Lizzo and... and- <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> do you ever find that those are the... Th- I mean, I struggle with that because I am a fashion girl and I am, a, like, a girl who likes fit and fun and fashion and I feel like I'm never really included in those kind of conversations. Mm. I don't think I'm there yet now, but I don't think I ever would be included in those conversations unless I looked different. Mm. Do you find that you struggle with the, that kind of representation when you observe culture, social media? Absolutely. And I think... Especially so, the hot girl one. I've yeah, never seen a hot girl. It, it's like just that. I'm I'm really thinking about this like in accordance to like my personality and how I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. So I think that's why this question in particular is so hard. Mm. I don't give a fuck about those lists because it's not just those lists as well, right? Yeah. It's it's also just the the merit mm. risk, lists. The the things that we do in life, the best actress award, the best director award, the the content creator of the year award, Mm. or whatever, it's we're overlooked in those conversations as well. I think the only reason why I wanted to emphasize the other ones is because that's the representation of beauty. If you grow up in the world where you just don't see girls who look like yourself being celebrated just for beauty, so you don't consider yourself as beautiful and the hardworking and the Mm. smart and the whatever, we 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 get that we can get that sometimes, but we don't get celebrated in the way that dark-skinned women were talking about it a few years mm. ago and then they've got representation. Obviously not as much as even light-skinned mm. women. It's not a conversation. But big women have just never entered that chat. And I, I don't know when they will because I don't... I, I'm, I'm, this must, might be pessimistic of me, but I, I just... I can't imagine a world where I'm on the same list as... Nomza Mumbata mm. or a Nomza Mumbata esque looking woman um, on a hottest person yeah. list. If that list comes out with me on it, it'll be a black Twitter conversation. Mm. It will 100%. It's just, so I feel like it would be ideal, honestly, to start getting that kind of representation in. And I think that there is but whoever's movement. the first has to deal with some other Oh shit. my gosh. The first person to be labeled the hottest, mm. especially in a, in a country like ours. Yeah. Should that happen, honestly, truly, like that is a glass ceiling that has another glass ceiling, <laughs> which has another glass ceiling. Like it's, so I think it is important. I think we're moving in that direction. I just think that people aren't doing it right mm. yet because there's no ownership, right? Yeah. Beauty, if they don't make us own, they don't allow us to own our beauty. Mm. It's you're beautiful and you're on the plus size list. You're beautiful and you're on this list. The hottest, the hottest. Oh, I don't you know. have a really pretty face. Yes. Like they want to, they want to separate your face from. I we're talking just about your face, Wendy. That's so You're really pretty face, mm. but you know. Mm. So I, I, I don't see it happening anytime soon because there's so many other conversations that need to exist before that, mm. especially in, in the public space, yeah. right? Like there are so many conversations that need to exist before that one does. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's speak about, <sighs> since we're in this kind of realm, about mm. the photo shoot. Because you did touch on, you were in a photo shoot and, you know, and, and just in general, we've been, we've both done things, things. photo shoots, designers, you know, fuck. And where it's just like, 
oh, you don't want to dress me. You don't want me to be you in don't this photo see shoot. Me. Like, why am I included in this thing you don't see if me. you don't want me to be here? Yeah. And make me know that you don't want me to be here. I've literally almost called Wesley on my way out of a, a photo shoot mm. before because I was like, I actually really don't need this. Yeah. Because it, there's a bigger, more important conversation here, which is like what these kind of environments do to your mind. Mm. It's so damaging. It's so damaging and it's actually incredibly traumatic. Yeah. And you speak about these things and people roll their eyes. It was traumatic. Mm, like just calm down and eat an yeah, apple. Bro. Like if you don't wanna carry this trauma. You know what I mean? If you don't want to carry causing, this trauma, then lose weight. You're causing also, the trauma. Lose weight. You, then. Yeah. You have a choice. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're big on purpose. Right? So um, those kind of spaces, the photo shoot spaces, the things not fitting even after you sent the thing. Mm. And then people like trying to piece things together it makes you feel unhuman yeah it makes you feel like why is it so easy for that person to get a pair of pants mm. what is it about me that makes it so hard why for you am to i get on me? this magazine cover with women in gorgeous gorgeous gowns like and i had to get mine from yde quickly because you didn't you, cater for me literally a real life example <laughs> that happened we gave our sizes like two months before and it's like oh i'm seeing people in like my in keys fashion and khetho han and Beaded, just the most opulent shit gorgeous. in the gorgeous shit in the world, and then I had to quickly go get a dress at Santon City for like eight hundred rand. What are you saying to me as babe, someone who is and I'm still managing the process? And be in a group photo, it is obvious who's not fucking wearing. Keys. You must still show up, and that's the thing. And you have people, to smile. Hmm. You have to smile. Dicejo, people don't understand how hard we're working. Mm. You are just saying your lines. I'm doing so much work. Yeah, there's a lot of work that I'm doing inside. Me, you're just posing for a picture. I'm having conversations. Mm. I'm in a boardroom in my head right now, so that I can still be here, yeah. so that I can still stand here and take this and motherfucking not cry photo. While and I'm standing here, because the treatment is wildly different. You guys had a magical experience. Everything was, oh, and you it was know. a dream come true. Lisejo. you should be it happy. Was, I like, felt like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for you guys. My experience was wildly different. I'm about to go home and cry. My eyes are big in the photo because I was trying to just not cry the entire time. Um, or going to designers and, and having st stuff on set that's supposed to be there for you that just doesn't fit because they don't care. So you see for me this I think what you just said right now is what I was trying to communicate with the hottest list question. Mm. Until that is fixed until until those environments are altered yeah. the list will never come out. Yeah. And when the lists do come out, it will be because they want them to be conversational. Yeah. Someone listened to the Convos and Cocktails podcast. <laughs> yeah. And Put they were like, the you know what we should inclusive. do for our next issue? Uh, Let's actually call them. Both them. <laughs> <laughs> we should get them both Let's of them. So them. Literally, literally, someone's going to do that now. As yeah. like a, you know what I mean? So until those conversations happen and until those changes are made, mm. I don't give a fuck about a list. It means nothing. True fucking story. This is representation, this yeah. podcast. This is the representation that big women need. Yeah. These are the conversations that they need to hear. Because those are the conversations that are real. The yeah. list won't be. Yeah. And it also sucks so much that it takes so long to love yourself. I hate that for at least 28 years of my life, I just hated myself and what I saw yeah. and... And really much believe what people would say about me. It takes if someone says to me you're dumb on mm. Twitter or anyway, that doesn't touch me because I know the fuck I'm not. Mm. Like mm. I know I'm not. And then, mm. so there's insults where people be like you're stupid or you're this, and I'm like, oh no, that doesn't touch mm. me. But the minute it's about my body and like you're fat, you're this, you're fat bitch, that shit rocks my world. And my yeah. mom just said to me like, why 
can people say a whole lot of range of things to you, but only this one affects you? It's because that's how you, you, you believe mm. what they say. Because you agree, and because that's the fucked up thing. And it took so long. I'm like 33 now, and I'm mm. finally in a, in a position where, no, that doesn't define me, and no, that can't hurt me. And, mm. But it sucks that it, it takes people so long to get there just yeah. because of a body size. It sucks that that's what you have to learn, yeah. to love yourself. Yeah. And that people what? are also shocked. You're con- it's you're like so mind confident. Like, because you're wearing a bathing suit at the beach? <laughs> because you're at the beach swimming. I must wear Dickie's wow. jeans <laughs> to the beach, is what you're saying. Oh my gosh, you're wearing a bikini as opposed to what, <laughs> Sandra? It's hot and we're on the like, beach. I'm supposed to wear dungarees, wow. jean to jean to the jean. You confident. Wow. Oh my gosh. Like, wow. wow. Yeah, like, people literally <laughs> clap for you. Brave, actually. <laughs> yes, that's the word. <laughs> you're so brave. So I'm oh, wearing a dress. Okay. <laughs> Wow Oh my god Oh my you, It's really inspiring you. It's really inspiring If I was in your body I'd kill myself oh. But like <laughs> You're not <laughs> If I, I was in your body I, I don't think body, I'd leave the house I would But you're die. here And And you're so and you're here Oh my god Wow Oh my god I'm so incredible. devastated Wendy <laughs> It has been an honor and a joy. <laughs> I would love to have you back for whenever you want please, to promote please. whatever. Maybe speak about your career. I just didn't want to have a sell. What projects are you working on? I kind hear of thing. you. That's people every conversation. Ask you that. yes. Everybody's, but we've got this so yes. much in common that I was like, I have to. I'd even love to come to back and speak about this more. Fuck. You know, like, I think yeah. there's so much more to unpack. 100%. So much and more to unpack. Yeah, I've loved having this conversation with you. And I think these are the conversations that matter the most. These are the conversations that would save my life. Mm. You know what I mean? If I had access to other Podcast women who spoke so yeah. openly about their sex lives and their bodies mm. and, and all of that. Like I, yeah, I think I would have, I mean, there's no, there's no time targets, but I think that it would have helped me in those years yeah. um, to, to see myself differently, to see myself for who I truly am. Mm. Yeah, I think you should preach. Just by the way, <laughs> you say things in the most flowery, spectacular English, but Aww. it just hits the chest. Thank you. Anyway, girl, thank you so much for giving us thank an hour of your time. It is a very interesting podcast. I cannot wait for people to hear it, mm. um, and I definitely would love you back anytime. Like I said, if you just want to come promote sure. a movie quickly for mm. five minutes or <laughs> talk about your fucking day, <laughs> let me know. Will do. Anyway, thank you guys. Cheers. This has been episode two of Converse and Cocktails with Lissaha. I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. Converse and Cocktails produced in partnership with Lissaha Tabi and WMG Rep. Drinks never end at the bar. So join me over at the socials with your cocktail where we get to continue the conversations. Simply follow me at Lesokotlabi. See you there. Recorded at Solid Gold Podcasts. Solid Gold. To be understood, you must first be heard. I look forward to our next Converse and Cocktails. And don't forget, Mo Money, Mo Hito, or whatever Biggie said. <laughs>